Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the only show that says, We love the moon! Because it is high in the sky! So what but not year, as high as puffins! What <laughs> year did Quiznos start using the... Oh, that had to be like 2000... I think I saw 2004? Squid monkeys? Sponge monkeys. Sponge monkeys? If you're young enough to think that... Well, no, because they had the whole toasted subs, like push on their ad campaign. Yeah. That was, that was the... That was when Quiznos was really coming up. Squid um, monkeys? Sponge. Sponge monkeys. Sponge monkeys. I'm sorry. So, there's this... Which, oddly we'll enough... We'll be charitable no, and call them a band. Like I said, which, oddly enough, it's a Denver company, and the original Quiznos is less than a mile from here. Wow, really? Yeah, it's the one at, like, I didn't know 13th, Quiznos was... Yeah, it's the one at, like, 13th and Grant. Huh. That's the original Quiznos. I saw Blimpies, like, a month ago, and was like... Blimpies are in Colorado? Yeah, they were. There was one on in Aurora. There's. I don't believe you. Was I said? Um, I don't remember where I saw. Oh man, their cheese trios. Like that was my jam when I was a kid. Cause it was effectively grilled cheese, um, an awesome grilled cheese. But anyway, so their Quiznos launched this ad campaign that had. It was actually one of the first like viral ad campaigns. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, these two. Now, now we know, uh, but it was these two dead hamsters, or gerbils maybe. I, I don't. Some domestic rodent. Um, they were like these weird little internet caricatures of some kind of rodent. No, they were, but they were dead. Like that was the thing. Was like someone had taken a picture of like a dead hamster and put on like 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 CGI googly eyes, um, and one of them was was playing a, a guitar. That was the one wearing the admiral's cap. Yeah, I was gonna say it was yeah wearing. And the other one was wearing a bowler. There was one where I actually watched all the Quiznos commercials because I fell down. Because I fell down the hole. And there was one where it's all like, "We wouldn't eat them raw. We're not the Huns." Oh God! And no. They, when, they, when they say that, they switch and they're wearing like Viking helmets. That's so offensive. It really to the Huns. Historically, having been gone for thousands of years, you realize that one fifteen people in the entire world. Still Genghis has, Khan. Yes, I'm aware. Like I said, still has a genetic connection to Genghis Khan. Actually, it might be more like one in twenty-five, but still, that's really fucking high. Is it something like ninety percent of the world has taken a title breath that somehow? Even had a molecule of Hitler's ashes. I think there's there's a. I, I think it's pretty much everyone in the entire world. World, yeah. yeah. No, but it's one of those things. Like, um, did you ever watch um, White Collar? No, I don't even know what that is. I mean, no. other than the term. No, it's a show. Like I said, there's a show called White Collar, but at some point they're trying to. Oh, the guy oh, from um, Matt Bloom. Spirit. Yeah. Oh no, that suits suits. Sorry. Like I said, they're trying to authenticate a wine that Benjamin Franklin supposedly owned. And one of the ways they authenticate it is because there's a specific test you can do for wines that were corked and sealed before, you know, bombs went off during World War II in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. You can carbon date them. No, not carbon. Is it, it's, it's not, not carbon dating. It's but not carbon dating, but it has to do with the fact that it's before nuclear bomb, atomic bombs went yeah. off. You can do a test for that. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we've all breathed in all this crap. It's just part of our world. You know, you know what that But it's one th- of those things where it's like 10% of the world is apparently descended from Charlemagne, including myself. 
Probably you as well. I'm so sorry I thought I turned that off. That was our Charlemagne Google alert. I'm extremely sorry. I totally thought I turned that off. <laughs> um, but like I said, in like, I, I think it, I might think it might be like 70. Is it Charlemagne or Genghis Khan? Gang, no, Genghis Khan is like 75%. Charlemagne is like 10%. Oh, okay. You know and the, Genghis Khan fucked around a lot. The man like, liked the a fuck. A lot, a lot. Um, but like I said, no, like Charlemagne, it's like 10% of the world. Genghis Khan is like 75% of the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what that, weirdly, when you're talking about the I irradiation. Mean, I, I could be completely and utterly wrong here, but I'm just saying, Genghis Khan, those genes are everywhere. You know what that makes me, not that specifically, but the, the, the irradiation thing makes me think of is that that issue of Transmetropolitan. And I just recently listened to a podcast with Warren Ellis, so I'm kind of on a, I'm not on a Warren kick. Um, I'm not reading him at all right now, but um, it's dredging up a lot. Moving the silt of the... We actually just talked about silt of the mind. Yeah, we did, off air. Um, When he goes to the reserves, Mm -hmm. and they're like, here's this biological payload to save you from everything they live with on a daily basis, and here's another biological payload to save them from everything we live because, like, our background radiation, like, would kill people in earlier times. Well, it's one of those things... Because we're people, used to it. With, no, but it's one of those things when people talk about how we coddle children now. They're like, yeah, you know, apparently all of us should have died as kids. Um, kids now deal with things that we never had to deal with as kids. I think kids have it harder now psychologically as no, opposed I'm, I'm to physically. No, I'm talking about just virus-wise. Like, you know... Like, biologically us, speaking. Like I said, like us stepping on the rusty nails and getting dirty and running around and getting splinters. Well, if we stepped on like, a rusty nail, we'd get a tetanus shot just like they would. Yeah, I totally did. My mom tells a great story of my younger brother. Was that the one where you had to get in your stomach? No. What is that one? Is that rabies? What shot do you have to get in your stomach? It's like an incredibly painful shot. I've literally never, ever, ever, or in ever, your ab- ever, in ever. in your abdomen, I don't no, know. No, never, ever, ever got a shot there. Either in my arm or my ass. Or my thigh, I suppose, when I was really little. Because they can't find a lot of veins. I think I've only gotten them in my arms. What shot was in the stomach? I don't know. We'll look it up later. I am so confused right now. Um, but there, but there is a... a it, it must be... If, if it's not tetanus, then it's got to be rabies or something. Oh, no. I've, I've Actually, that's one of the weird shots I've actually kept up on. Because for some reason, I'm always stepping on or getting hurt by and possibly getting lockjaw. So I'm always up on my tetanus shot, which I do every five years, even though say, even though they say it can go every 10 years, but still. Uh, I don't get any of those because... Um, you should still get a tetanus shot. No, no, I'm hoping for magnetic powers. That's not going to happen. No? Let's talk about powers. Because I'm about to get super fucking angry. Yeah, you are. So hold this on. This is no. Before, this is before you get into the, it, no, I just want. No, hold no, on. No, 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 no. Okay. No. This is the first time I've ever been ahead of you on one of these series. Oh no, that's not. I, I want to preamble on this real quick. Go ahead. We're going to be talking about a show, oh, and longtime listeners are going to wonder what my weird pop culture tick is going to be from this show. Mm, girl. And I will tell you right now. I have not tried to harness my chi and punch through doors. I want that on record. Because the show sucks so hard. This is not... Regardless, this is not one of those... I close my eyes and see if I have like spatial awareness like Daredevil. Or you think you I have never thought, I never thought I was, and thought you might turn into fucking Deadpool? 
time will tell on that one. Um, I do put my body through a lot of abuse. Um, and do keep ring pops up my butt. I'm sorry, what? When he proposes with oh, the no, ring pop and I she mean, goes, where were you hiding that? You do? Huh? You do? No, I said I don't. So it's not there? Not currently. Ladies. Anyway. Yes. Uh, I have not developed a weird physical tick from the new Marvel Netflix series. Because it sucks. Iron Fist. Which should just be called Marvel Netflix. It sucks. Apparently, we're going to have kind of a crossfire-esque talk about this. So, unfortunately, you've gotten, what, two episodes in? I'm in the middle of the third. I'm in the uh, Hogarth just popped up. If that gives you any indication to where I'm at. I'm in the middle of the sixth. Okay. On that so, note, so you're about halfway am, through. I'm extremely happy to see Carrie Ann Moss again. I love the fact that her and uh, Claire back. Temple pops back up. Uh, Rosario Dawson. She does, and she's there a lot more. Good. Like I said, I frankly, she's no. not night nurse, but apparently no, I, her superpower no, is continuity. But it's just one of those things. I get why they haven't given her her own series because she can't carry her own series, especially for a 13 episode arc. However. She is excellent uh, yeah, in developing a plot, and she is incredibly engaging, and I love watching her. I loved her in Daredevil. I loved her in Luke Cage. I loved her in Jessica Jones. I'm like, I mean, you didn't love her in Jessica Jones. Well, I and I had, a car- I, had a, I had a coworker who went, "Where was she in Jessica Jones?" Or in yeah, Jessica Jones. And I went, "You remember when Jessica Jones shoots Luke Cage in the head with a shotgun?" And, and goes, then Luke yep. Cage needs to get yeah. No, I'm that's, like, no, it's that's the nurse. But and then the they make a reference that was, to Daredevil. That, but that was the scene that made her. It's that her walking back in to find that he's gone and her drinking his glass of water. And that going, was the scene that made her. I I don't believe that at all. Well, but you I, know I what I mean. I don't agree. I think the okay, scene I that made I think the scene that made her, made her in, in Marvel Netflix will be the one where um, Daredevil's got the guy up on the roof. Okay, I'm more meant it's just one like, of those where she's accepted her place oh, yeah. in this universe. Yes. is her drinking that to glass become, of water. Quote unquote night nurse. Like I said, do I like her in this series? Do I like her interacting with Colleen in this series? Because that does happen. Oh, yes. she meets Colleen Wing. Okay. Oh no, they're they're like gal pals. Like interesting. I said, no, I like it a lot. My issue is that, I'm sorry, this is your Captain Marvel. This is what you had to get through to get to the Defenders. I'm sorry, Iron Fist. Stop you... fucking up the name of the shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard it. I said Captain Marvel, didn't I? Yep. Not doing that. No, do it. Nope. I deserve it. I know you... Okay, if you can't see it, she's holding out her hand for me to like punish her as if I were some kind of nun. Um, ruler on hand style... But I really, yes, I've this... written, no, that actually is such, so bad for me, just because of how much I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel, and how much I really, which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen it, there was a fan film done for Miss Marvel recently, a very short. For the Indian Miss Marvel? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's really good, and she's Pakistani. Oh, you, yeah. okay, you're right. You're yeah, right. no, Miss Marvel's Pakistani. There was a fan film done for her recently. But she's was, Muslim, that's what I'm thinking. Like I said, but she's Pakistani, which was fantastic. But no, I'm just... It's one of those where Iron Fist really feels like, hey, let's get through this so we can do the Defenders. Which was... We talked off-air about this. Um, uh, you and I had a very heated debate. Terse, terse conversation. I'm trying but to remember... Iron Fist had, wasn't out yet. Um, no, it wasn't. I called you because I said Iron Fist is getting terrible critical reviews. At the time, it was at a fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is you know now. What up, it? No. It is now. Hold on. It has now skyrocketed Mm-mm. to seventeen percent. It's at eighteen, actually. <laughs> is it at eighteen now? That I wanted to talk to you about. Danny reigned the underdog. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about, and I saved this. 
on my internet histories. Okay. About Marvel Netflix by the numbers. Okay. Daredevil. I, I am engaged. I just want to make sure you're not creating Bye. any no, interference. Daredevil premiered April 2010-2015. Okay. Season 1, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, first season was phenomenal. Renewed by April 21st. It was like days, months, a month. It's, it's 11 days. 11 days. Jessica Jones premiered November 20th, 2015. But Jessica Jones, what? Rotten Tomatoes, 93%. I was going to say high 90s. Or, uh, you know. Renewed early 90s, by yeah. January 17th. Mm-hmm. That's about a month and a half. And Jessica Jones, oh, I, I, I do want to address this. Because I was talking about this whole Iron Fist thing with a few coworkers before it came out, and how Jessica Jones was one of the kind of hard was, sells. It, on... No, it was actually it was a very risky property, and I have to tell you to this day, I love Jessica Jones, but it has damn near ruined David Tennant for me as a doctor, and well, I mean that in the best who, possible way. No, um, I mean that in the best possible but that way. I had the whole him licking her thing. That was the first episode. Still fucking chilling. Jessica. No, but to this day, it's still chilling. Um, but you it was a hard sell because if you thought? didn't, well, I, I was interrupting on purpose. We are going to get to the numbers, folks. Um, but Jessica Jones, I was talking to a coworker, was a really hard sell because it isn't. And when I say this, like, I I don't. These aren't high profile characters. No, Daredevil, no, meh. But because he did have a movie. Okay, yeah, but, but Luke Cage, movie. but Luke Cage and Sorry, Iron Fist have been around since the seventies. Um, whereas Jessica sweet Jones, Christmas. sweet Christmas, um, Jessica Jones came out. Well, it was the comic called Alias, not to be confused with the show. Um, and Jessica but created, Jones, created character created for Marvel. Um, very recently, in the last probably less than. And she's a very socially and emotionally complicated character. (laughs) Yeah. Because as a superhero, she was Jewel? Yes. Yeah. And then she was basically mind-raped and physically raped. Not physically raped in the comics. No. No. They they bring it up. She was not not physically raped in the comics, but she was, uh, yeah, emotionally tortured. Like I said, she's a very complicated character. Well, like I said, Kilgrave but is the name if you they don't gave read to him in the series. They did not give him a name. But if you don't read the comics or follow Bendis, I had a lot of people going, who the fuck is Jessica Jones? However, they went a lot of really interesting places in the series. Like yes, the did. one episode where she gets hired by someone to investigate something, and it's somebody wanting revenge on the Supers after the Battle of New York because yeah. her sister died. And you're like... That's a real thing that would have happened. And, On it's a not ground, and it was a ground level. It wasn't like well, that's trapping the Winter Soldier in a vice. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what we liked about Daredevil. That's what we initially liked about level. Arrow and Flash. It's, they are, were all very ground level villains. They were very real Well, in Arrow. Because Arrow didn't have any metahumans. Um, Flash was, well, the, was kind of the first one. When Arrow had I, to deal with Bronze Tiger. Yeah, a martial artist. Like It was like, okay, this could happen in the real Star City or Starling City at the time. So anyway, go back to, I'm sorry, I just wanted to say, like, it, Jessica Jones was a hard sell for some people. Jessica Jones, like I said, November 20th, 93% Rotten Tomatoes score, mm-hmm. was renewed within a month and a half at January 27th on 2016. Luke Cage. Luke Cage premiered September 30th, I'd say mid-90s. 96%. Yeah. Higher than Jessica Jones, actually. Oh, Luke Cage was, we'll... we'll so, premiered in September, did not get... Renewed until December 4th, but that is still less than six months. Would you like to know exactly what Iron Fist is at right now? You said 18. 
It's at 19%. Nineteen. You ran the underdog. Well, you know the thing is, and I texted you this, I can't all be winners. Well, okay. Yeah, it's a misstep, but tr- as track records it's go... It's badly directed, it's badly acted, it's badly scripted. I hate the action, the music is a horrible fucking mistake. I'm not a huge fan of them. And, and, and we I mean, did say maybe that, we got spoiled by Luke Cage, yes. because Luke Cage was so freaking good. It's the only Netflix but Marvel one of those, soundtrack I own. But it's one of those things where, like... Jessica Jones. No, I didn't notice the music, but in Iron Fist, the music is so bad. I fucking it's blaringly. It. It's it's like hearing. It has music beats straight out of the Tron reboot, and that's not fucking good. I I it's will very say very early two thousands. Let's make this awesome fucking movie. I I did like the fact that they dated the character, like in story, by listening to Outcast. I, did. I thought that was kind of funny. That is one of two things that I'm okay with. Unfortunately, you haven't made it to episode six, so I can't say the second song I'm okay I'm, with. I'm only, uh, like I said, halfway through episode three. In episode six, they have a song playing in a karaoke bar, which is completely and utterly appropriate. But okay. like I said, it's, it's sad, washed-out undertones of the Daredevil background music. Okay. That doesn't work. I do not believe Finn... Whatever the actor. Is. No, his, his name's like... Finn, Finn Jordan or something like that. I think it's like Finn Scott. Something like that. Like I said, Never I, trust a man with two first names. I don't believe him as a martial artist. At all. Also, I don't believe him as a lead. I can see him as a lead. Mm. Hold on. Now, I did get to the part in, I believe, the third episode where he's in Calling Wings Dojo and he starts like yelling at the students. Okay, that... Actually, and I really like that... Uh, but his dialogue no. was so wooden, and I know what they were going for. It was just like I, it didn't. It's badly acted. I don't believe him as a lead. I don't believe him as a martial artist. However, Colleen Wing, whose actual actress name I can't believe. I I don't know. The Dragon's Daughter. I would absolutely watch an entire fucking series about her. She seems very intriguing. She's interesting. She's a hard ass. I love the fact that she joined an underground fight club to pay for her dojo. Much like Spider-Man. I didn't know that. Apparently that's after chapter two. Well, her protege, the kid, is going to the underground club to like get money for his mother and brothers. That I knew, and she says, when you fight for money, you dishonor yourself. So I know there's an underground club, and now I know Colleen Wing joins it. No, it's, that's it's, not a it's, huge spoiler. No, it's, it's a fight club. It's not an underground club. Uh, but I mean, yeah, no, well, she says like underground fighting or something. Like um, I said, no, it, that's not huge. I, I can live with that and knowing that. Like funny. I said, it's one of those things where it's, it, I believe her as a martial artist. Yes. I believe her as a hard ass. His fight scenes are so muddled and the cuts are bad. No, the cuts are bad. But the I want to talk. So bad. I want to talk about. And the weird his, thing is, no, I want to talk about him as his younger self because I haven't seen that much of it. Well, no, they've only done a few flashbacks thus far. But him as a boy, first of all. I completely believe. Second of all, is everybody named Ward just a complete jackass? I was actually thinking Thank that. Thank you! In Marvel, right? Yes! Because I'm like, never trust a Ward. Um, is everybody named Ward just a complete and total fucking asshole? Well, only when he becomes, you know, infected with Swarm, but... Um, and we'll see what the alternate world, what the Matrix world uh, Ward does uh, in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, well, uh, Deb is taking care of something. I, I do. My penis. Wa- 
with my dick. Um, I do want to address the fighting, not not the editing. So the don't don't bad. I know? The yes, the editing's bad. bad. Yes, I know. For anyone who hasn't watched it, who's expecting something like Daredevil with its gritty breathlessness, where he runs out of energy and excuse me, breath, not to be repetitive. In the hallway scene, and yes, Deb, I know you have an Adrenaline. He runs out of adrenaline, and that's what he's fighting on. He's fighting on pure adrenaline and instinct, and that's why the hallway scene is so awesome. There is none of that. There is none of that intensity and none of that intent. And there shouldn't be, actually. That's kind of my point. The fighting in this is different. And actually... In a bad way. I, I disagree. I think in a good way. The first time I saw him when he was fighting his way into uh, Rand Tower or whatever that was. Um, so, I have... Oh, hold on, hold on. And then you get... He, he does go on later on in, in the third... I almost said issue. Uh, episode to talk about internal versus external power. It's not high impact fighting. And the thing is, the edits are terrible because the fighting is very fluid. Nope. And I... No, the fighting itself is fluid. The editing is shit. Because it's him it's using like momentum amazing. against he looks like a dickwad. The way he fights using other people's momentum as if in like Tai Chi and Kung okay. Fu. No, the first scene where he steps back from Joy and then jumps over the car looks terrible. That was bad. I did like the kind of pseudo nod to what could be Spider Man on that one. Um, it looks terrible. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, oh, rough is a very polite way of putting it. I you know, our mutual friend Brandon uh, really liked it. Mm. I I'm I texted you know I both both of you and him. Um, I need you to get to episode four. Okay. Because they have a hallway fight scene involving hitmen with hatchets. Ah, uh, all it, a fucking. Uh, no. Old, I, old I, boy. I wish it would have been all a fucking old boy. It well, that was on hatchets. That was a hammer. But still, it looks like it could have been shot in the hotel of a Radisson. A nice Radisson? No. A Radisson. <laughs> like I said, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, let's just get through this so we can do the Defenders, which, by the way, has already finished taping. Defenders? Mm-hmm. I imagine, and I'm, I'm, this is my thing. Uh, I will say, I think the Defenders is what happens on Earth during Infinite War. Makes sense. I love that idea. Timing-wise... No, I super love that in idea. In terms of, like, events-wise... it's just one of those things where it's... You guys were doing so well. You put your faith in the wrong people. What the absolute fuck? You know, like I said, they all can be winners. You're gonna have missteps. Um, the misstep in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in my opinion, you know was the first I... Captain America. You know exactly how much I hate the first Captain America. I don't hate it. It just, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. It felt like, I have to do this so I can get to this. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. And you know I'm not a huge fan of the first Thor. Yes, we've had this conversation. Multiple times. Um, But we... But I mean, the second Captain America. Civil War. No. Might... Second one was Winter Soldier. You're right. Sorry. Winter Soldier. Top three. No, Winter Soldier might actually be my favorite of all time. It's a tough call between that and 
that and Guardians. For now. You have a point there. It is a really tough call between that and Guardians. And I actually have really high hopes for Thor Ragnarok, just because they're saying it's like... I do have such high hopes for Thor Ragnarok. Only because they've really described it as, like, the lethal weapon of the Marvel Universe. But it's just also one of those things where, you know, Helmsworth and Hiddleston and everyone else involved have such a, such a sense of humor. So I'm like, you guys know that this is serious, but it's not that serious. Well, and they have... What's his name? I, the, the the weird name I can't think of um, that did um, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, um, Jermaine... No, no, well, the director. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, it, it's like... No, it's Take... just names like all the consonants. Yeah, oh yeah, with a couple I's in there. I, um, I don't mean that... But he did that, he did Shark vs. Eagle. Like I said, I don't mean that in an asshole No, way. no, I no. I literally can't think of his But he's got, right yeah, it's, it's... um. But anyway, um, he's, he's known as, like, he's comedy. He's very good for treating dry subjects in a comedic manner, but making them very emotional and brief. Well, he's, I mean, he's worked with, I don't know if he's worked with, with Flight of the Concord specifically, but, I mean, two of his movies, I mean, he's with friends Jermaine. with Jermaine Clement. Um, Which is funny, since Jermaine Clement is a director in his own right. Is he really? Yeah. What did he direct? All the things. All the things. Jermaine Clement. Uh, you know what my favorite part of what we do in what the shadows is? What did he direct? I, I'm not biased No, I, I have to look it up. I have no idea. Like I said, you know what my favorite part of what we do in the shadows is? It's actually with Reese Darby. Mm-hmm. What are we? Werewolves, not swearwolves. I really just want an entire documentary about Reese Darby and the werewolves. You know that's going to be the next movie, right? Yes, I know that, but when will I actually get it? Uh, Do you have any idea how hard... I think this year. No, I have any idea... Maybe next year. ...how hard I had to talk people into watching that movie. I'm like, no, 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 it's about hipster vampires. You'll love it. Kind of. Um, first of all, Pete in the basement. Oh, the Nosferatu-looking motherfucker. It's the greatest thing of all time. And them trying to find virgins. Also, the whole thing with Jermaine Clement and the Beast, i.e. his ex-girlfriend. I like the idea of how hard it is for them to get ready to go out because they can't be seen in mirrors. Like, it made practical sense. We have so you, much to talk about Do you about not that. realize how much of a joke that was? Um, God, there was a Jim Carrey vampire movie back in the 80s. Vampire's Kiss? No, it didn't have Alyssa Milano in it. Kiss of a Vampire? It might have been Kiss of a Vampire. Where, uh... Well, it was... Yeah, he was a high schooler. She sucked yeah. the blood through the, um... Yeah, no, exactly. The leg artery. And no, but it was a the whole... head, yeah. head vampirus's, uh manservant butler guy was like the flamboyant black guy. Yeah, but there was they the whole... They fuck in the coffin? No, but... There was I might have seen it. Yes, like I said, but there was the whole joke about her looking in the mirror and it's just him on the other side doing her makeup. Yeah. That was right. a good... No, that it, was... I think it was called Vampire's Kiss. Uh, yes, it was not Kiss of a Vampire because there was no naked Alyssa Milano. No, I think it was Vampire's Kiss. It was Vampire's Kiss. It was actually pretty Shit, now movie. what's the name of the one with the cage? Was that Vampire's Kiss? I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I still love that movie. But do you want me to look it up? Yeah, you haven't been creating that much interference. Okay, uh, what do we have next? Um, so, uh, well, we'll get into one I can just I can just slam through personally. Um, the Walking Dead. Um, yeah, at time of recording, I'm an episode behind. Sorry. Um, well, this time one of was. Recording, you're like two episodes behind. No. Is it interesting now that Nick Cave shows up before Nick Cage on IMDb? Weird, actually, on that one, yeah. Just saying. Um, you think their metric would be alphabetical? Um, Good lord. So, uh, this one. Apparently, there was an actor named Nick Cage that was in a movie called The Mystery of Hindu, 
1914. He's immortal. He is a vampire. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Apparently I selected the wrong Nick Cage. Uh, in this episode you have, it's very, uh, I thought it was going to be more Carol-centric. Turns out it was very Morgan-centric. Deb, I don't know when last you watched. Um, had... Not in years. Go ahead. Okay, so you didn't know that... Well, Morgan's like one of the first people that Rick meets at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't that. Um, and then when Rick comes, uh, meets him later, he's effectively built a murder town. I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more details on this murder town. It's a town built to kill walkers. Like, it's got, like... Uh, like spear barricades and booby traps. It's effectively like home alone for zombies. You wouldn't just say fortified. No, 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 no. It's a murder town. Things are set to like... It is Vampire's Kiss, by the way. For which one? Nicolas Cage. What's the one with Jim Carrey? It's gonna be early in this IMDb. Because I I just remember them fucking in the coffin and then... No, and she, her spitting at the condom wrapper, yeah. Well, no, and then, like, they open the coffin, and, like, they're, like, smoking cigarettes, and she's like, there's no way you could have done that fast. Oh, my God, they did it that fast. Um, I watched that shit on VHS. So, Vampire's Kiss is Nicolas Cage. Kiss of the Vampire. And Kiss of the Vampire is... I'm checking. Oh. Hold on, folks. What what year was it? Oh, it had been. Well, it was before... Was it before In Living Color? It should be really early. I'm trying. Okay. I'm uh, 1989. So, The Walking Dead, while she's looking this up, it's very Morgan. No, uh, I, I don't think it's on here. Like, that was Jim Carrey, right? Yep. Totally was Jim Carrey. Look it up, folks. Sorry. 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 Is this in order? No. It's chronological order. It's IMG. Oh, from most recent yes. down. Oh, 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 oh. I thought it was... Yeah. See? That's well, 84. Once Bitten, right there. Excuse me. Once Bitten, apparently, is, is, is the, the one Jim Carrey. Yeah. I I knew it had a dumb vampire name. So, anyway. Once Bitten with. Hold on. It doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't it's matter. Lauren Hutton. Oh, was the vampirist that yes. had. Yeah. Lauren Hutton was the lady I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of had a. Um, what's her name? Serial Mom, the voice of Jessica Rabbit. What was her name? You know what I'm talking about, though. Mm-mm. Catherine, no. Um, I'm looking up now. She was in Serial Mom. She like kind of had a sexy mom vibe for a while. Um, anyway, so Walking Dead, Morgan centric, uh, very. Not a. This is one of those where a lot happens without a lot happening. A lot happens in a very small span of time, but in terms of the war against the saviors. Um, I guess a lot did happen. Um, the little protege night kid uh, dies thanks to Richard being a dick, no pun intended. Uh, and then uh, Morgan, the like you know pacifist um, you know character of the show, saying like we don't need to kill, we can build humanity through peace, right? Okay. Uh, finds out that Richard was responsible for Benjamin dying, um, and. Okay. Uh, and then chokes him to death with his bare hands. Okay. Uh, which does spur on the action that Richard wanted initially, was to get Ezekiel in the game uh, with Hilltop, or I'm sorry, the kingdom, 
to join uh, Hilltop and Alexandria in a war against the Saviors. So we'll see where this goes. But Morgan is effectively saying goodbye to Carol, and he's like, I'm leaving based on that I've killed someone. Um, and he goes, and this is it. The floodgates have been opened. Um, I'm going to just go out, and if I find any Saviors, I'm going to kill them. And Carol's like, you can't do this alone, which is kind of the same speech that Ezekiel gave her earlier in the season. Um, so it looks like I think they might be heading up to either Hilltop or Alexandria to start fortifying. And I don't know we'll get to the war this season. Um, much like we kind of had a split war, because the governor does come back um, across a couple seasons. Everyone's wondering when they're going to kill Negan. In the comics, he's not dead. I don't think they're going to kill him in the show. Um, I think uh, Harry Dean Morgan is having such a blast. I know he's bonded with uh, Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln and everyone else on the cast. Um, I'd like to see him stay the way that he did in the comics, where he's imprisoned. Um, but in the comics, he's got starting to build a, a, re a weird relationship, not in that way, uh, with Carl, where he's kind of showing Carl, like, hey, here's your dad's way. I didn't mean to hit you there. I'd like to get your attention. But, like, here's your dad's way, and here's my way. Figure out your own way. So Negan kind of becomes the other side of the coin uh, that we talked about last week, where, uh, you know, is Rick running from Negan or becoming Negan? Or running from becoming Negan, Kathleen rather. Kathleen Turner, by the way. Kathleen Turner. Sorry, that took way too long. Yeah, no, well... No, because she's uncredited. It's not in the in what? In Frank Roger Rabbit. You can look up Serial Mom. I didn't. Oh. Um, do we want to slam to DC, or do we want to get to the, the few things I've watched and then get into DC TV? No, no, we can go to DC. You know why? Because yep. I don't watch it anymore. Any of it? Because I've got a ton of notes on you Flash. You can go fucking nuts on it. Here's the thing. I keep meaning to I'm going to go ape shit on this. I keep meaning to catch this up This shit's going to have TV. nuts. Sorry. And then I keep remembering that they're saying there's going to be a Flash Supergirl crossover that's a musical. And I get really fucking mad. I'll watch it. <laughs> I get that you guys first worked together on Lee, but fuck you. Fuck you. It's the Flash equivalent of Iron Fist. You have to watch it to get to the finale. <laughs> or I just don't watch it at all. Flash? Or Supergirl? Or oh, I don't watch Legends Supergirl. Tomorrow? Or Green Arrow? You missed another really fun episode of, Le of Legends. We'll get right into that. Here's the thing. Everything keeps telling me I should fucking tough it out and parks of wreck it and ignore the first two seasons and watch Legends of Tomorrow. Well, they're only two seasons, you know but I, I know mean? what you mean. You know just what I barrel mean. down and get through it. No, it's one of those, like, watch it for context and just get into what's happening now. They've been having a lot... They've had a... It's they've like, been saying it's been really smart and really funny. It, yeah, the Spielberg episode and then this episode has been great. Like I said, that's what everybody's saying. It's just... I'm still so mad at them. Uh, this episode... Also, I had to pee. Did you want me to pause, or... No, no, you're gonna keep talking. Okay. Uh, this episode had them going back to the Apollo launch um, in the 70s. My two big notes on this. Um, you have a great comedic moment and uh, a great dramatic moment. The dramatic moment was the original Captain Steele's death. Um, he sacrificed himself for the team. M multiple characters go, like, why did he do it? He would have done it anyway. Um, I thought it kind of wrapped up the nice idea of like a paradox um, that he wanted to go back to his family. He couldn't go back to his family. This decision made it easier to wrap it up in a nice neat bow. 
um, that he sacrificed himself to save the Wave Rider and the rest of the Legends. Was it an easy way out? Yeah, but it wasn't written that way. And I really liked it. I thought it had a, 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 a gravitas to it. Um, or gravitas, rather. Um, I really liked it. The great comedic moment uh, was when Professor Stein, as a uh, undercover as a British um, astro-scientist of note, um, had to distract all of NASA from a radio blackout of the Apollo 13 capsule and just started singing Deo, Daylight Come and Me Want Go Home, which I immediately associate with the possession scene in Beetlejuice, but to have, but to have him start singing that randomly and then have Mick Rory half join in was great. Oh, and by the way, this episode did have the uh, Mick Rory intro. The one which, where he's like, "Yeah, we're yeah, we get." It. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I didn't tell you this part. I kept forgetting that they do this. Um, really? Sorry. No crackers on a podcast. I mean, except for us. No. Just let me finish opening it. I just want to smell it. Okay, we're good. He refers to the Time Masters as Time Pigs. Because that's how his brain works. He's like, the Time Pigs, you know, the Time Masters. Like, I I love the Rory intros. I I love them. Um... Going back a couple days, uh, Flash, a whole lot happened on Flash. Last week, it was kind of like, meh, couple notes. This week, I've kind of got a list I just want to bullet point. Absolutely. However, I have to tell you, the showrunner has made an announcement that next season... Which one? Which showrunner? I'd have to look at the article. But they've said... Berlanti would be... Like I said, they've, they've committed that next season, the big bad will absolutely not be a speedster. I don't think it's a speedster this season. We've talked about my theory, and I have... All the notes, please. Give us all the notes. One of them, I don't think I have the note about it. I think it was last episode, or two weeks back at time of recording, um, that when they opened the Philosopher's Philosopher's Stone box, and it's gone because Caitlin had it, and then Wally throws it into the breach, whatever. Like, HR is constantly tapping on shit. Those fucking drumsticks just giving me... More credence for my theory that Savitar is not the bad guy. It is Abracadabra, a magician from the... He's going to reach out and grab you. He's going to reach out and grab you. Um, a magician from, I believe, like the 64th um, century, who's, you know, obviously his technology would be construed as magic now. Um, so I think that's who the bad guy is. Um, but in terms of the outright um, episode, uh, la- what would be last week's, um, I love that they bickered um, in multiple ways in the same argument using the Iron Giant and Peanuts. <laughs> because on one earth, like okay, Charlie Brown... on the Iron Giant. I'm sorry, that fucking movie sucks. I love that movie, but God, there are very few times, like that and the Little Toaster Oven are like the top two cartoons that made me cry. I don't remember the last, the Little Toaster, uh, that well. Doug? Yes. What? Ah, Jesus. Dude, seriously? I'm allergic to... Why? Fucking Apparently he cats. likes you. Jesus fucking I don't want that any okay, of them so, like me. No, at the end of the little toaster oven... That was a cat interruption. Sorry, folks. 
I'm sorry, my cat. That's where that her, happened. I'm sorry, my cat stiffed her hands and you freaked out like I a little goddamn I didn't even feel girl. it. At the end of the little toaster oven, they all end up in a junkyard and they're about to get oh, smashed. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. And then they sing the worst fucking song in the entire world. I don't think I have cried harder as a kid than the first time I heard that song. When too legit the, to quit. No, they're talking oh. about all being busted, wasted trash, and how nothing they ever did made sense. That doesn't make sense. The toaster toasted bread. That's a perfectly fine purpose. But they're talking about being trash and being busted and then going to the junkyard to get fucking smashed and made into scrap. Like, as a little kid, I just... You fulfilled your purpose and you were still worth nothing. Like, it just destroyed me as a little kid. Welcome to existentialism. Um, But they did talk about the Iron Giant that uh, Savitar's little um, knife uh, segment, like, wanted to go back to its source. Um, but then they started... I have a really good Iron Giant. I know, I know. Um, let's see. Uh, more stick-touching. Oh, I did have a note about it. It says more stick-touching. He's tapping on everything, folks. It's abracadabra. I'm calling it now. Um, Jesse Quick takes on... Just say it. What? Gonna reach out and grab you. Gonna reach out and grab you. Um, Jesse Quick takes on Savitar. Loses. What a shock. Um, Jay Garrick takes... Uh, Wally West place in the Speed Force prison where they relive like their worst moment, which cool. is, yeah, for Wally West it's his mom dying exactly over and over and, and, and over, over and over and over again with like no discernible time. So what you think is minutes could be centuries. Um, we I don't remember if they show it, what Garrick's prison was, but he takes his place um, so that Wally can go out or um, so Wally and Barry can go out. Cause Barry's gonna take. Well, Thank you. Um, too many speedsters in this sentence. Um, so, you know, Jay says, like, hey, I'll do this. You go. You beat him. And I'll see you, you know, when you get back to, to free me. Um, which we'll see if that ever happens. Uh, and yep. then, lastly, uh, Iris and Barry broke up. Um, based on that whole the thing with the fear versus love conversation we had last week. Um, obviously, I don't think it's going to be permanent. Um, I think it'll be a rocky road ahead, as rocky as a road you can, as you can have in a serialized CW show. I don't think show. Iris and Barry are a good match. Like, the, the, the actor-actress chemistry, or do you mean, like... In general. I mean, the actor-actress chemistry is not great. But the character-to-character chemistry isn't good either. No. But, in terms of comic mythology... Mm-hmm. Barry and Iris, I mean, that's like... Doug, I only have one sentence for you. Oh, thank God, ninjas. That was Wally and Linda. But I'm just saying, that's, that's that relationship. Like, it's comfortable and it's easy, but they don't Wally want to Linda, anything yeah. serious. Uh, I, I agree, I agree. Um, Wally and Linda is much more of a touchstone conversation, uh, uh, of a touchstone relationship. But like I said, um, it's comfortable and it's easy. It's not serious. But it, but it is one of those. I mean, I mean is, you're serious about each other. It, it is, Are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? No. Well, but it, it was very, like, you know, you've got Clark and Lois, you've got Barry and Iris, uh, Wally and Linda, and, uh, you know, Ollie and, and um, what is the Black Canary's real name? Doug? Girl? Uh, uh, Dinah. Well, it depends on if we're doing TV or comic book. Yeah, but you know what I mean, like Black Canary and Green Arrow. Either Dinah, Laurel, or Sarah. So, well, um, in in the comic, Sarah's not a thing. So, but I mean, it's it's one of those. It's, you have, um, 
you know, these couples and Barry and, and, and Iris really are, are one of them. I get Bill Iris since the first season because she was so useless the first season. Well, so was Laurel. Yeah. Laurel was useless for, like, what, two seasons? Well, the second season she was an alcoholic, but still. But, I mean, like, it took two seasons for her to get to being Black Canary. I still wasn't real fond of her. No, I'm not glad she's dead. I'm not I saying mean, that. was I pissed when he fell for Helena? Because it was fucking stupid. Well, you know what's going yeah. last. Was I stupid, stupid pissed when they recast Sarah? Yeah, oh, you were. Oh, God, I was so... I'm still angry about that. I'm still fucking angry. Not even a thing anymore. Uh, watch season one and then go back and watch season two. I'm and not. see them full-on reshooting scenes with a different actress. I'm sure they do. Like, there's a whole plot line in season one where Laurel thinks this woman is her sister... And it doesn't even make sense once they introduce Sarah. And it doesn't look anything like uh, Katie Lotz. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, lastly on DCTV, it's a real quick one. Speaking of Arrow, um, Arrow's been, or Ollie, uh, has been um, kidnapped by uh, the tandem, apparently, big bads on the season. Prometheus revealed to be Adrian Chase, which I call bullshit and shenanigans. Uh, one because Ooh, both the, of them. Nice. Yes, because in the comics, Adrian Chase is vigilante, and we still don't know who vigilante is. And they do fight, the Prometheus and vigilante do fight. So my whole like Fight Club theory doesn't work at all. Um, so I'm wrong there, but I want to know who vigilante is at this point because you set me up thinking he was vigilante based just on me being a comic book fan. Um, but you find out that he has uh, been working with Talia Al Ghul. I actually want to call back to us talking about Iron Fist and have a vaguely comic book fan conversation. So, crap, what the... Hold on a second, I gotta look something up. Madame Gao, is that what you're talking about? No, God, no. I love Madame Gao. I love that she's a thing throughout all of the series, because we've seen her in, what, three now? Two? Because I thought we saw her in Jessica Jones at least for a minute. No. She might so, have been referenced, but I don't think No, she's we've only it. seen her in two then. So we've seen her in Daredevil and now we've seen her in Iron Fist. But the thing is Daredevil so, but the thing is Daredevil set up Iron Fist in that the um Well it's the hand. The well yes. Also the symbol on the heroine um that Madame Gao is selling or distributing or whatever. Uh-huh. Is the symbol of the steel serpent, which is an Iron Fist bad guy. Okay, so here's my thing, though. I want to talk about Iron Fist for a second. Okay. So, Finn Jones, Mm -hmm. who's the lead in Iron Fist, gave this interview where he basically blamed us hating Donald Trump as a white billionaire president on why everybody hates the fucking series. No, that happened. No, I know. And I kind of want to be like, okay, so now we hate Tony Stark, Oliver Queen, Batman. Bruce Wayne. Exactly. That's a lazy excuse, and you're a fuckwad. Fuckwad's a little strong. Um, I think he couldn't take the criticism, and he lashed out. He's Is a that bad wrong? Actor. No, because he's been on good stuff, and he's done. All right. I mean, he obviously had to impress someone to get the job. It's the Ben Affleck Batman argument. Um, he had to impress someone along the way. Now, given those people that he impressed may not have been the right people for this project. And have you I read all that. the articles that have come out recently? I have about, not. No, about how Hans Zimmer oh. quit scoring superhero films after Batman Superman because he couldn't see himself scoring another film without, um, I was going to say, without Christian Bale being Batman. 
I think it's a little short-sighted. No, that's basically what he said. No, I, I know, and I'm saying that opinion is, I think, a bit short-sighted. He's an artist. I know, but to say that... Did he say... Oh, he said it after Batman Superman? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And he didn't say... Ben Affleck wasn't a know, bad Batman. No, he didn't say negative things about him. He just said that he was very attached to the Christian Bale Batman and well, he absolutely. didn't want to score movies after that. He gave it a chance and he didn't like it and he's done. Sometimes he just doesn't find the tone. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But I'm just saying, who the fuck did he impress? Finn Jones, I mean. To get Iron Fist, because I'm Well, obviously, like, he had to write... I don't know if John... John Dahl's not a... Um, he directed the first two episodes of Iron Fist. And we like John Dahl. We do. We do. Uh, don't look it up right now, but as IMDb, you'll love everything it's on there. I believe you. It's fine. We like John Dahl. The thing Dahl. is that I don't believe him as a martial artist. I absolutely believe Daredevil. Like being a boxer and having that, like, intensity. But still, even as a fluid... Asian martial artist. I believe that. I don't believe that in Finn Jones. Once again, I'm not deep enough. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't have an opinion of it yet. I once again. I I, yeah. Well, that was and that was the offer, folks. I want you to know that was the offer. Is that I? I didn't want to wait and talk about how much it sucked. And now I know that Colleen Wing, other than you called her Daughter of the Dragon, which was in the comics, so I'm not mad about, uh, joins an underground fight club. Um, and I'll have she you is, know... She is one of the three... Hey, you, not, no, no, I no, really like... No, 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 no. First rule of Underground Fight Club is... You don't talk you about You do not talk about Underground Fight Club. First of all, I really like seeing Carrie Ann Moss again. I do like it that Hogarth is back. I really like seeing her again. And actually, I think she's 100% solid to how her character was portrayed. How... No, in the shows, just, in the shows. Like I said... I was like, in the comics, she's a dude. Um, no, no, no. This is one of those... No, like, she's still banging chicks, I guess. I like Lesbian that. joke. I, said, I like that he connected with her based on things That's, he knew when he was a little kid. That was fucking awesome. No, that was a perfectly wonderful. <laughs> you scene. called my dad's secretary a hatchet faced bitch. Hatchet bitch. <laughs> he gave me five dollars to talk about it. Maybe one of my so far favorite lines in that show. First of all, that was fantastic. I love that he described her office and the file under the fucking one. The leg small, of the, the small table. details of the new show. Yeah, absolutely. But I also like. And you see her a little bit later on. She still functions the exact way you think she would based on how her character was played out in Jessica Jones. I love that she She's said... She's the exact same character. I love that she said... He goes, what is this going to cost me? And she goes, nothing. nothing. But we are on permanent retainer for Rand Industries or whatever it's I called. I absolutely love that he still calls her J-Money. I love that. That seemed like a weird thing... No, that I, hasn't been about, paid off yet for me, so I'm sorry. But you think about him as 10, what would he call her? What is her actual fucking first name? I can't even think of it. I only call her Hogarth in my head. Crap. Right? It, it's, and she's a dude in the comics, I think so... I think it's Joanne. Is it Joanne? I might be full of shit. Oh, that's... I, yeah, I think you might be off. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm no, no, I just... I think it's Joanne, but I might be a liar. But he calls her J-Money. I noticed that. Like um, I said, I do now like... see the thing is, I I connect I I can see him being like, when he talks to her like that, he sells it. You know what I mean? Like when he's being, Danny Rand. I totally get it. It's when he's, you're losing it when he becomes Iron Fist. It's that whole Val Kilmer thing I feel from the like... third Batman. Great Bruce Wayne, bad Batman. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole when I say this. I feel like he was. It's because badly... he's white. No, I feel like he's because oh. he's badly directed. 
thought you were going to say the frosted tips. Oh, they don't help. <laughs> he does look like a Backstreet Boy, folks. Oh, no, he looks like a dick bag the entire does series. Does he ever get a haircut? Just ruin that for me. Not by episode six. He does not. <laughs> it took me a second between episodes to realize they sh- like, shaved down his beard in the no, mental not, institution. No, not by episode like, six. He does not have a haircut yet, and he really fucking needs a haircut. Yeah, he does. Because he looks like... Justin Timberlake, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I.e. 1998. Like, oh, yeah, like in sync level. Insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that in the comics, like Danny Rand is not necessarily clean-shaven or I, I like do. a wild-maned person. I, I just remember him being like, just kind of having like a, a short and quote-unquote like normal guy hair. high and tight. Oh, the uh, high and tight? The, you uh, just say high and tight. The, uh, the hippie virgin. Oh, that's a Hardwick joke. No, I uh, got it. It was when he had that really bad yeah, haircut yeah. on At Midnight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You remember that joke? Cool. Um, no, it's one of those... I kind of wish that Iron Fist had almost bowed to what the internet wanted them to do and cast an Asian actor in that role. I get that canon-wise, that's not how that role would have gone, but I feel like with how everything is in today's basic kind of commonplace, it would have been smarter to cast almost like a B.D. Wong or... But that's, you know, not the, that's not the point of the characters. The thing it's it's the white man and Asian and the Asian man's world. I get that it's a fish out of water story. I still think if you cast an Asian and put him into that business world, it would have been a fish out of water story. Well, you take anyone out of the world for fifteen years, as I say, it doesn't just, matter what ethnicity they are. They're out of the world for fifteen years. Like when I she said, says Colleen, when, when when Hogarth says they only talk money, like that. Is Jane? It doesn't matter. Well, it matters now. No, it doesn't. Well, yeah, because so I'm just going to keep calling her Hogarth. Who was the name of the kid in Iron Giant? Let's bring it all the way around. Bam! Well, like I said, I, I feel like, like I said, I get that it's not canon. I feel like it might have been a better choice to cast I an Asian that. lead. Here's what I expected, and obviously I hope, I don't, actually I don't care if the internet agrees with me or not, um, but I would say the same way, I, what I expected was, the same way that Luke Cage was a throwback to, like, the seventies black exploitation, that we would have uh, Iron Fist be a throwback to the what was it still seventies I believe like kung fu craze. Giving it too much credit. No, I, I absolutely am. I know that. But you know what? That's what I expected. The was one like, scene that I'm pretty sure you've already seen that I think was a throwback to that was Colleen walking and her students surprising her on the street. That was awesome. That was very Ninja no, that Turtles. Was a wonderful scene. It was very Ninja Turtles. And it was wonderfully shot. And We're like very Splinter's well, like, yeah, exactly. you have much to learn. And very well choreographed. You yep. don't get that again. Fuck. Exactly. Once again, the fighting's different. We're spending a. We're going over some great material. Let's wait till next week when we <laughs> both finished it. I'm gonna finish it today, but yes. Well, I'm not. Um. I'm still so fucking pissed about the do. fucking Hotel Radisson hatchet guy scene. I will get there. Also, after you watch the take on me scene, give me a call. By okay. Aha. No, I, I, I know what you mean. It just sounds weirdly... Like the worst song to have a threat issued to you. With. It's not a threat. Um, speaking of, we were talking about Flash earlier uh, in terms of DC... TV, uh, DC uh, TV, yeah. No, d- well... Inter- well, I think we brought Pantheon? it up. No. Uh, the DC Cinematic? Cinematic, yeah. Um, I'll use that as my segue. 
Um, because I've never seen anything with Ezra Miller in it until now. What have you seen with him in it now? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You Spoiler impressed. alert, his fucking suitcase. Just so you know. Like I said, you weren't impressed. I No, you didn't like Fantastic Beasts. It, it took Beast. me it took me You told me you were underwhelmed. I was. Um it, it took me a couple days to soldier through it, and it wasn't that it was a bad movie. That I just That is not a good sign. No, no, I, I the thing is I, I get distracted and then I've gotta to go to bed. Um, so it, it was nothing against the movie at all. Um, I just, the movie would sometimes send me down a wiki hole and then by the time I surfaced, I was like, oh, I can only watch another 20 minutes of this and then I gotta go to bed because I've gotta wake up early for the day job. Um, so it's not the movie's fault. Uh, well, it is the movie's fault, but not, he plays it kind of flat, which I'm not thrilled with. Really? Because he's a very talented actor. He plays it very flat in this. So I loved, I loved directed. Dan Folger. I loved Dan Folger. Okay. As like the uncouth American character. Well, okay. First of all, we loved Dan Folger in a lot of things before this. Yes. But still. Um, but it was nice to see him being in like in a big, like I mean, a big budget movie, um, where he's gonna he have. Deserves it. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Beasts. I liked it. I, I rumor has it it's gonna be a trilogy. Uh, Rollins, uh, uh, J.K. Rollins is already uh, at least. Uh, broke if not finished the second script um I I liked it it had nice little nods um I think Johnny Depp needs to stop taking roles with crazy wigs and facial shit and accents you realize this um, was also I, I in the midst of his divorce scandal so he basically was just trying to make money don't care um I know Disney's paying you a ton to be in Pirates I'm not knocking Jack Sparrow but for fuck's sake, like, you need to do something with your own face sometime. That would be lovely. You realize there's two other actors that we're both very fond of that do the same thing. Javier Bonham. Who will be in the next Pirates. Who does crazy wigs and face shit all the time. Face shit? I don't say face Bond. shit. Bond. Mm, he was an albino. You can't really slight him on that. Also, the other Though one the wig is, in no, no the other country. one is being it. Be I was gonna say, Vielso de Toro. Vielso de Toro. He did insist on the Roman nose the on collector. Sin City. Oh yeah, Space Liberace. Yeah, I'll give you that one. But they're not known for the. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, Actually, they, are, no. they, are, they are known. No, Javier Bardem is known for wearing crazy ass fucking wigs. Is and he weird ass shit with his face? Internationally, not domestically. But internationally, that's kind of his thing, is weird-ass hair. He does have weird-ass hair in no country. That weird bowl cut. Some of the coin. Shoots a guy. Pneumatic. Nail gun. I'm just saying. It's a good movie. I'm just saying. Anywho. Um, Fantastic Beasts. In a love-it-or-shovel-it kind of way. Um, I wouldn't say I'm on the fence. I, I would say I'm closer on the love-it side. I kind of want to see... I'm, I'd be interested in the sequel. Um... I liked... Oh, so I never got into why we're talking about this as a segue. So Ezra Miller, who will be the Flash in the DC animated... Okay. A DC well, no, animated, just, DC no, cinematic. I get that it's... I just feel like the DC TV did so much good work on the Flash, they're kicking them right in the dick. That's why the director left, probably. Um, 
But Ezra well, Miller you plays... Are their second director? Are they on their second now? No, no they're on their third, third now. Third, yeah. That's what I thought. Aquaman's been the First only one that's... Oh, no. Fairly no. Okay. Have you seen the Wonder Woman trailer, though? Like, it looks Wonder like they Woman finally looks, fucking no, nailed Wonder it. Wonder Woman trailer looks fantastic. And that's Absolutely. A, that's a female director. That's Patty... Hearst. I think it's Jenkins, actually. Sure. It's not Patty Hearst. Don't look it up. No, I think Patty Jenkins is the Wonder Woman director. No, it's fine. No, it's, it's happening. No. You can keep doing that. So, anyway, Fantastic Beasts, I really liked it. Um, I did use the Harry Potter movies, the later Harry Potter movies. We talked about that last week. As a yardstick, um, I thought Eddie Main played it a little flat, but I loved the characters. I was um, right, by the way. Jenkins? Yeah, Wonder okay. Woman, Patty Jenkins. Sure. She was also supposed to direct um, the second Thor movie, which is one of the reasons why... Um, I remember that. Oh, crap. What's her name? Kate Bigelow. No. Thor's love interest. Oh, um... Uh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, blind Spot Lady. Blind First Spot all, Lady! That's, that's Sandra Bullock and no. Ah! Jesus Christ! Did you just scream at my cat? Your cats are way too fucking casual, though. Natalie Portman. Oh. Natalie Portman was really unhappy Oh, I was thinking Patty of the Jenkins. one that was on, you know what I'm talking about, Blind Spot, the one that played, she was on S.H.I.E.L.D. too. No, Natalie Portman was supposed to star, well, she was in Thor 2, but like I said, she was really unhappy when Patty Jenkins got replaced as the director. Because she, she dropped really, out. Because she really wanted a female director. Now she's directing Wonder Woman, which is great because she's the first female director for a major superhero film. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. And frankly, the trailer looks fantastic. The only other person I would trust that it wasn't a woman? Sorry. Joss Whedon. Well, Joss Whedon's basically a woman. I mean that in the nicest possible way. But... Emotionally. Girl. Girl. Ladies. However, so we had talked about it a little bit yeah. Iron Fist, we're about done with. What do we have to look forward to soon? Um, what's coming out soon, Doug? Nothing? Uh, well, we got me over a barrel here conversationally. Um, well, I was basically just asking what you were excited about. Um, um, so, Baby Boss is supposed to come out. They didn't start promoting it until less than two months before the movie came out. That doesn't bode well for it. Um, Storks, I think it'll make some money. Baby okay. Driver I'm looking forward to. Like I said, Storks failed horrifically. Baby Driver. I'm looking forward to Baby Driver. Mm. You know what that is? What's the next Netflix? Are you really just going to gloss over Baby Driver? I just kind of assume it's you as a baby driving. No! No, it is not. I'm sorry, is it a real thing? Baby Driver? What? That's a real thing? It's the next Edgar Wright movie. I'm sorry, I'm going to need some plot points. It's about a driver they call Baby. He's a grown person. It's not like Baby Boss. Okay, I'm sorry. I totally have Yeah, no, I know where you went with that. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, imagine if like Edgar Wright wrote and directed Snatch or like a, a, like a, a, a Guy Ritchie movie. I'm sorry, how would Snatch be different if Edgar Wright That, I know, I, that's why I said not. Oh, I, but I mean, how would, how would it be different? Other than Sting probably would have actually beat the shit out of his kid. 
Also, Sting should... Funnier? No, Sting should seriously beat the shit out of his kid after the end of Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Was that Lockstock or was that Snatch? Well, Lockstock was when his kid bet the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, Lockstock. Like I said, he got it back. Um, Sting should seriously beat the shit out of the kid. And he could for like eight hours thanks to yoga. Nobody can see us high-fiving here. We high-five. So anyway. Um, uh, and notes. Um, do you have any more notes or should we get yeah, to no, mistakes we, we made? Uh, uh, real quick, uh, Legion. I'm not cut up. I'm sorry. How far in are you with? Two. Oh, oh, fuck, you actually watched it, though. Of course. Oh, that's even better. No, okay. it's just, I have to, Because no, my, be my note says, because my note says, wait, what episode again? <laughs> like, it's another episode where if you think you have a handle on it, it's like, rug, pulled. No, but that's, that's Legion's whole thing. The thing is, I'm only two in, but I have to what have do you my think? full energies focused on. I love it. Right? I mean, it's Stylistically, no. it's beautiful. No, first of all, it's gorgeous. Second of all, it's a complete F in the A. Oh yeah, mentally. And no pun intended, because all the. Uh, have you figured out Carrie's whole thing? Yeah, yeah. You did okay. Yeah. But what like is that said, face? Have you really figured out Carrie's thing, or are you just saying that? No, it just makes me uncomfortable. Why well, you're being really vague? Hmm? Have you figured out Carrie's thing? Is that the one where he teleports? The second episode's where he teleports the thing outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you figured out the doctor there, Louder Milk? Yeah, exactly. And the girl in the background fighting yeah, it's, shit? Uh, it's so uncomfortable. What's the uncomfortable part, Deb? You're being really vague. Everybody there has at least three motivating factors. Uh huh. Which is real life. But that's not what you watch on TV. Can I spoil something you should have seen by now? Go on. So the Dr. Carey? Yeah. And the fighter Carey? Yeah, I know. What do you know? They're the same person. Sort of. As long as you get that they're the same person that's close enough, that gets paid off so better. Or so, so better. Well, good dog. I talk part. English good. I speak all the things. Typewriter hands. Um, well, Why haven't you done that in a long time? We haven't really done typewriter hands. Um, and then Danny ran as an Iron Fist, and then there's Colleen Wing, and then they do Kung Fu Tai Chi Karate stuff, and everyone was Kung Fu fighting, and it's not as fast as lightning, uh, it's not even a little bit exciting. I'm just gonna let you keep I'm going. I'm just gonna watch Grease Lightning. It's, um... <laughs> word that rhymes with all the other words. The end. Because <laughs> that's how that would end. Would have been fighting, by the way. No, no. I, I, I got fighting. No, you got lightning, fighting. Uh-huh, I had fighting. Frightening, then fighting again. No, I said exciting. Yeah. I know what I said. You don't know me. Long story short. Catch um, around back. Mistakes I made this week. Doug, this uh, isn't a mistake. Oh, I was going to say, my mistake is I just said catch me around back. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. A mistake. Doug, this is a, a mistake. But you were the first one who ever got me to watch Scrubs, and I've been rewatching Scrubs again. Still holds up. Except for the last season. I haven't watched it. Ever. Recently. Ever. I, I think I did, but I also think I just laughed and turned it off. 
Yeah, last season's rough. Okay, won't do it. But like I said, no. So uh, watch it. I mean, it, no, on, it closure, but... So no, on the Netflix. Zach Braff's beard. So on the Netflix. Which sounds like something you would say like when you curse. You're like, Zach Braff's beard. So I think I'm in season six now, which is when Jordan has their second, and I was going to say JD has his first. With oh, with Elizabeth Banks. Exactly, like I said. With Elizabeth Banks? Yes, yeah. Elizabeth Banks. And they I start said, Skyping. I said, hold Because she goes to Boston or something, right? Like I said, still holds up. Good series. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm up to the last season. Like Great. I said, you were the one who turned me on to the scrubs. Did I really? Yeah. That and How I Met Your Mother. No. Yeah, no. Wait, who got me in How I Met Your Mother? No, those were the two you turned me on to, was scrubs and How I Met Your Mother. My friend Andy got me in How I Met Your Mother. Anyways, uh, mistakes right this week. You made me promise I'd say this on air. Oh, God. My apartment building gave us a notice they were going to come in and check our smoke detectors, which I've had disconnected for about three years now. Because who needs to live through a fire? I need to make toast without having a smoke detector go off, okay? Fire can't go through doors, stupid. What is it, a ghost? That's a community reference for you. Yes, I know that was. I had to reset the smoke detector in my bedroom using a battery out of one of my sex toys. I'm sorry, could you say that louder for the court meeting? Battery out of my sex toys! I love the wave on that one. Uh, um, other mistakes I made this week. Um, actually, I had the best St. Patrick's Day ever. Oh, you were saying that? Yes, um, I left work early because I opened. I came home. My pizza was half off. My Jameson was 10% off at the liquor store. Your pizza was half off? Yeah, um, I ordered pizza online. They're like, anything regular menu item is half off. I'm like, half From where? Papa John's, I'll tell you that. Right. The Irish and Papa John's hate gays. Got it, makes sense. However, like I said, my pizza was half off. That does got, actually make sense. I got my whiskey half off, and I stayed in, and nobody bothered me. Best St. Patrick's Day ever. And you didn't have to roll it up into a calzone. Would you like to tell that story? Not really. It's a bit long-winded by the time I tell it, but I will say also, that... Also, you uh, didn't actually do it. I didn't. Uh, I was at a restaurant, uh, a bar and grill, that I frequent, and uh, they didn't have a... I, they had a pizza menu... But not a calzone menu, yeah, which I think is a little just... short-sighted, right? I mean... Uh, no, calzones are a pain in the ass. Oh. Well, now I feel kind of bad. Yeah, you're kind of a dick. So when you make a pizza, you just shove it in the oven and it cooks evenly. With a calzone, you actually have to pay attention to it a lot. Huh. Because... Huh. And that's how they burn the calzone that I ordered. And actually, why they remake they it. You. They love me there. Um, not the kitchen. Not the kitchen. We make your food. Don't fuck with us. Second Fight Club reference. Weird. Um, it's like I just watched it earlier in the last three days. Um, I did. Um, it's that and Die Hard. Those are my go-tos right now. Yippee-ki-yay, uh, Mr. Falcon. We're not revisiting that shit. We're not. Uh, that led so to a long conversation with so both of our co-workers. Yes. about it later. So, uh, I did go into this uh, bar and grill, and I uh, didn't see a calzone menu, but I wanted the ingredients from one of their pizzas in a calzone, and I basically jokingly threatened that I'd like the calzone with these ingredients, Mom. or you can just bring me the pizza, and I will roll it up. She really should have just done that. It would have been... I would have done it. I mean, you know me. Like, I would have been like, 
all right, cool. Like, you're going to watch this happen. Bring extra napkins, because I'm going to need them. And then I would have a giant, weird, like, pizza calzone dick-shaped thing. And, uh, yeah, taking that tasty thing into my fucking face. And, uh, yeah, that ranch on it was awesome. Um, Uh, Still eating the calzones leftovers, because they fucked it up and burned the first one, which we talked about. So, um... Social contract, asshole. Don't ask me for directions to a place you don't know where to go. You know, Let that sink no. in. Hold on. I, I know you're asking directions because you don't know where it is. Like, I'm not saying that specifically. I'm going to need an example. I'm over here, Deb. Yes, dear. Very just walking up the street. There was a gentleman who asked me where the easy pond was. You do live in a neighborhood it's that... Right over there. Yeah. Wait, where? 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 Well, if you go down to Broadway, uh-huh. it's like Broadway and 10. Okay. So I don't know that. Why the fuck would you know that? Right, exactly. So he goes... Why wouldn't he just... Where's the easy... Oh, okay. We're getting there. Okay. I said, so where's... He goes, where's the easy pond? And I went, well, I don't know. I said, where... Do you have an address? Like, do you have a cross street? And he goes... Yeah, Boulevard. That's not a cross street. Like Boulevard Boulevard? Because I'm pretty sure I don't live in fictional town USA where there's street street. It, it, it's like 10th I didn't Bo- say that. It's like 10th and Boulevard next to the Boulevard. You said Bar. Boulevard. Yeah, okay. Right, yo, right next to Pon 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 on South Broadway? Yeah, cool. pretty much, yeah. That's mm-hmm. essentially, it's one of those like... Right next to the Monocle store. Sure. Well, it's just one of those, if you walk to Boulevard, you can fucking find it. I like that you keep saying Boulevard. Well, where were you? Some 11th, just short of Lincoln. Then you should have told him to go that way. I know, but you keep saying Boulevard. That's the name of the street. Boulevard? Oh crap, it's Broadway. You just made the same mistake that guy did. And yeah, you get a nun slap. That's what we're calling it now. No, I like it. You, ooh. Um... Mm. No, you're right. It's Broadway. It's Broadway. You I'm just so sorry. No. Like three times. No, I said I said it like five times. I know. And I was like, do you mean Broadway? And he goes, yeah, that one. I should have said that to you. And I went, oh, it's like, no, it's you like know, like two lights over there. Yeah. yeah, like I'd just gotten off on, on the 11th of Lincoln. Um, Denver people, shout out. Um, everyone else, local reference, sorry. Uh, but a major pretty intersection. Sure Broadway and Lincoln are pretty much always next to each other. In Denver. Like, no, I'm just everywhere, everywhere. Uh, I would say, like, maybe Broadway and Main Street would be inner, would be kind of a okay. analogous. But like I said, um, no, you got off, like, yeah, no, it's it's right over there. Well, I said, like, but he couldn't give me 10th or 11th, so I was like, I, I don't know which way you're going to go but on it's Broadway. it's one block, so it's like, what are okay. you going to do? But Walk here's, four okay, tenths yeah, of a you're, mile? You're, okay, so you're, you're kind of helping me make my point. I don't know where it is. And you don't have a good way to describe where it is. Why are you asking me for directions? It's like saying, I'm looking for a book. I think it was blue. No, here's the thing. My response to that is, I was walking to work the other day, and this woman's like, hey, do you know where this is? And she gave me the address. And I put the address into my Google map. Great! No, and my Google map told me it was about 12 blocks down. Sure! Which is what I told her. And then I realized, roughly about 18 hours later when I was walking home, that my Google map was giving me the, you know, 1888 South address, not 1888 address. North. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, oh, fuck. I should have just told her it was a half a block up. And I Oh, half a block versus... Ooh. Exactly. Social contract, asshole. If you're going to ask for directions... I felt so bad. I felt so fucking bad. Ultimately, know where you're going. Either have an address... Well, no, I... I a it, intersection? The thing is, I put in the address, and I showed her the map on my phone, and she's like, oh, okay. I felt so bad. And apparently, ask competent people. If you like this, check out some of our other shows, like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.